Um, I want to say most professional podcasts do it in the single track form because mm-hmm. they run it through a soundboard. Just because, like, I think like most people have like that radio background and they just like to go off of that. You think most podcasters have a radio background? Well, I, I think the producers do. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like the popular ones. Yeah. Like, and you can tell that it's it's done through single track and not multi track because, like, when the producer chimes in or somebody else chimes in, that's not supposed to be talking is usually very quiet. Yeah. So. Well, what's it been? Year and a half. Year and a half since we recorded in the same room together. Yeah. This feels weird. I'm going to be completely honest. This weird. feels really weird, especially because we're looking at each other now. When in our entire <laughs> partnership, we have been left and right, and now we're looking at each other. Right. I don't want to look you in your face when we're doing this. <laughs> I don't know why. It feels very, very odd to me. Well, uh, it's like give me the the weird. I just got weird optics almost well th- this is how we've we've supposed to have been doing it you know this is how we're supposed to be interacting with well that that's not entirely true when we when we started recording in my room i'm pretty sure that we were doing it face to face uh but there were more people there so you were constantly looking left to right there were a couple times it was just you and me well maybe you're, maybe you're right yeah. there were those were bad shows those were bad shows the ones where it was just you and me up in your room uh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't great. we didn't do that many why you got a crap on us like that? Uh, they weren't great. Okay. You're not great. That's <laughs> on you. <laughs> Holy hell. Well, everybody, this is Get to the Point. Uh, I'm Sean Anderson, joined by Jody Leon. I wish we were higher energy right now. But <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 o'clock after being out since 2. Yeah, and uh, maybe we wouldn't have been out since 2 if somebody had gotten to Virginia a little bit earlier and watched talk- what? what wait 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 you you think that that if I got here earlier we would have gotten home earlier I think I would have needed an uber sooner if we if we had started drinking earlier and started hanging out earlier <laughs> and I'm almost certain of that all right that's fair but uh Joe came down to visit and he uh, said okay Sean I'm gonna go down there uh, I'm going out to California uh, to live there, which is, I guess, breaking news for the show. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll today. get into it in a second. Uh, and he said, "All right, I'm going out there in three weeks, and I'm gonna, I want to hang out with you in person one more time right. uh, before I go." And I said, "Let's, you know, we should re- do some, find a way to record one more show in person, because, like, realistically, the only time that we're ever going to record again is if we, if we, you know, meet up. It's probably not going to happen very often." Yes. Uh, and um, Joe said, "Okay, uh, I'll come down on." Saturday. I'll I'll come down. I'll leave Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff Friday night. Uh, I said okay. You know, I had Friday night off, uh, but he had things to do, which was to do what? Okay. To be fair. Mm-hmm. To be fair. You are so already not the, answering the question. At at the beginning of the week, you're talking about on Friday, right? Yes. At the beginning of the week, I had made plans to get dinner with this very pretty girl who lives in the city. Okay. Or not get dinner. Sorry, we were just getting drinks. Yeah. So I had made plans. And it just so happened that I also needed to get my hair cut. Now, I knew that I wasn't going to go on Saturday because it was coming here. And I knew originally that you were working. So I had scheduled intentionally to go get my hair cut. And then when I was done, to head over and hang out with this girl. And she, of course, midweek was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll be back because I'm getting vaccinated on Thursday. And I'm like... I mean, I guess that's kind of a legitimate, ex- like you, that has to be a really creative excuse if you're trying to bail on me, right? right. 
So I don't, I'm not torn up because it's not the only girl that I'm talking to. So mm-hmm. I, I don't really give a shit, okay. which I want to get, I, I, <laughs> I want to get into that, that point in a second or, or later. But, um, so I just ended up going in to get my haircut and I had, we'll explain more soon, but I had been down on myself and finally feeling pretty good at the end of the week. And I'm leaving, leaving the, the city. I'm feeling pretty good. My hair looks good. I'm like, oh, you know, you know things are going great, despite me feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. And going 75 on the highway after getting out of the Like, the hard part is getting out of the city. And what, sure. I, what I ended up doing, no one's in the lane ahead of me, going 75. Uh, and then before I could react, I see a pothole that took up the middle of the lane that I was in. Mm-hmm. And before I could move and avo- uh, you know, evade it, I just go, oh, fuck, and I go right through it. And for the amount of times that I've popped my tire on potholes, I immediately can tell now when something bad happens. And as soon as it popped, it start, It normally the tire pressure thing pops up in my car. Yeah. And I'll usually hear, hear air escaping the tire. That didn't happen this time. And all I just heard, it was just like a boom, 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 like, like it was, it was bumping. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the next 10 minutes, I was praying, please don't let anything be wrong with my car. Please don't let anything be wrong with my car. 10 minutes later, the air pressure thing comes up and then I'm you know, screaming in my car and then I text you. But so, thankfully, though, I was able to get the tire quick enough where I could actually come because next weekend I can't come. I don't have my car. My car is going to be on its way to California. Right. And um, so you're supposed to be here at 12 yesterday. I was going to come at, at like 10. So you're going to be out the door at like 6 a.m. then. 7 a.m. 7. I was going to leave by 7 because I don't sleep late anymore. Right. And then... Um, Today was an exception. What time did you get there? Did I get, get here? here? Did you get uh, here? 6.45. Yes. <laughs> so yesterday, me and my dad and my friends played auto mechanic all day waiting for Joe DeLeon to get here. We had we had a big car day at my house. Fixing cars, cleaning fun. them. That sounds fun. What do you... It's better, had, it's better than me sitting here fucking us drinking and, and me complaining about myself. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but so are you one of those people that doesn't, you know, you're you're not a fan of uh, fixing cars with your dad because no, your but, dad yells but at I, you? No, but I can do that any weekend. Um, okay. And I, we're kind of past the stage of him yelling at me unless I just do something super stupid <laughs> with, with the cars. <laughs> um, but so, Joe, you have tried to come visit me now. We've had plans three times. Yeah. Yes. Two out of the three times you have tried to get out of hanging out with me because no 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 you, no no you no, want, no 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 I have tires. I have not tried to get you think that I'm like oh no I don't want to go see Sean this weekend I'm gonna hit this pothole head on at this point <laughs> it seems like the only real expo- explanation see the the thought that ran through my mind is that it's bad luck to come see you <laughs> which I hope that's not the that's case. bad luck I'm bad luck the whole situation is bad luck I don't think that's true but I'm just joking. But it's it's strange odds that the two out of the three times that I've tried to come, I've popped the tire. It just reinforces everything I've ever said about this man. It reinforces everything. He can't drive. He drives like uh, he owns the road. Uh, he drives like uh, he's... I just don't get... How are you such a poor driver? I'm an aggressive driver, and then I get distracted easily. And I'm not saying that I'm the type of person that like sits on my phone. And texts and stuff like that because I don't. Yeah. Um, when I say I get distracted, it's just like if I get lost in my thoughts and I'm listening to music, I'm not staring down at potholes. 
And those are always the times that I end up hitting them. <laughs> is when I'm, when, you know, when I'm feeling good about myself, I'm minding my own damn business. I'm thinking about something that's making me feel good, and then it's like life's way of kicking me right in the dick when I <laughs> when I'm starting to feel good about myself. I'm gonna make an offer to you. Okay, what do you got? Get rid of the car. No, I can't do that. Okay. It's a lease. Uh, Drive another car. Well, look, the intention is, and as soon as, because in two years from now, when I can afford to pay for. Did you shit your pants? Oh my god! I did it. See, I I farted and then kept talking, but you farted and then this one's the conversation. This this one might end the show. I hate you so much. (laughs) No, but the intention is though when the lease is up, (laughs) and I'm not afraid to admit I'm obviously not paying for this car. Um, but when I can afford my own car, I'm getting a damn Jeep. I'm tired of Jeep. Well, I mean, it's the I need another asshole car. So it's the next step. It's the next step over for an, a douchebag car. Oh, come on, what do you do? <laughs> what? Don't you agree with me? I can't. I can't go from a BMW to like what's something more tame, like a like a Subaru. Like I can't just. I can't do that because that's a that's like a normal person car. I need another douchebag car. Why do you need that? Because I'm a douchebag. Have we, you've known me for four, no, we're going on five and a half years of knowing me. And you know that I'm an asshole and I'm a piece of shit. Terrible person. I'm a terrible human terrible. being. And I, it took me until recently, not like just recently, but like maybe in the past year mm-hmm. to actually like be proud of that. You shouldn't be. Well, I, I know I shouldn't be, but. You should strive to be a good person. But I've always pretended that I'm not, and I've always inherently been an asshole. So, like, why would... An asshole trying to be nice is still an asshole. I just... Why a Jeep? Why You want to do the wave with people? You want to do the Jeep wave? Do you, <laughs> well, no. The idea is that the tires are going to be a lot bigger. If, if, I'm, <laughs> if you can read this, then you know I'm in a Jeep because I'm upside down. If you could read this, flip me over. <laughs> Shut up. Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna no. get the Jeep the Jeep tire cover? No. But but, you know, I wanted a, a car that is gonna have durable tires. So that's the first one that popped in my head that also fits the description How of. How do you just get a car with some two seventy fives on the tires like I do? I drive on two seventy fives. You must drive on like fifteens. How thin I don't know, I don't know what they are, but you we can go take a look at them. They're tiny. They're tiny tires. It's so frustrating because literally we don't get a lot, a lot of opportunities to, to hang out with each other. I always work on the weekends. He Joe does six shows and has not like anymore three jobs. Not anymore. What other jo- What other shows have you quit? Uh, I stopped the Notre Dame one because I had to for work. Um, I stopped doing the NFL draft Bible stuff. I'm trying to think what else I. Now I'm doing I'm doing three shows. No, four. No, three shows. FCS, how did draft FCS prospects? <laughs> be, because I work, I work for the okay. the company now. Okay. So it's so I, okay. I guess that kind of leads into the next thing. So uh, I'm moving out to California, moving out to Los Angeles because I yeah. got a job with uh, with Believe, who Sean and I started. That was our first real opportunity in in this industry to be hosts was to work for Believe, and the whole premise of Believe is to hire former athletes to host their shows. And reputable names. And we were some of the first people that they brought on. I think we were also the only active athletes. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, we did something so unique. And and um, they were, after six months of 
desperately looking for work and gradually getting more and more down on myself from mm-hmm. not finding work, an opportunity to become a full-time producer and managing and overseeing the, you know, the 200 shows that they have on the network, um, hundreds of shows, uh, I jumped at it and Braun is fantastic. I already have been there for two weeks and the team there is amazing, but, um, Obviously, I'm going to stick out and do FCS, keep doing it. I mean, we had, we did obviously have conversations of like, okay, if I got a full-time job, you know, back when I thought I was going to work at Fox Sports or NFL Network, it was like, all right, we might need to consider dropping FCS, but things have obviously changed. I, first of all, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that somehow I've stuck it out with your... 10 to 12 career changes, explorations, all of that. You are a very indecisive and also yes. very impulsive person. Yes. You are an enigma. You are as irrational about the biggest things in your life as you can be. But when it's something super stupid or simple, you have like this God complex of rationality. It like is, what? Like, like what? Like the Xbox. So stuff like that. Okay. Stuff right, like that. All right, all right. You are incredibly rational about you are you are like a, a surgeon, and with the big things, you are like a bumbling idiot trying to drag a rock behind okay, him. To to be fair, I, I knew I, doing. I I knew what I wanted to do upon graduation, and you, would you say that let's let's say last January, mm-hmm. not not this past January, the January before that, when we were but you were leaving school and I was still in school. Mm-hmm. The chances of me getting a job in Los Angeles as a production assistant, they were very high. Yes. We just, I think we both assumed, and I definitely assumed I was going to get a job out there. Mm -hmm. And COVID completely screwing everything in the sports industry for hiring. I mean, like, can you blame me for being indecisive? I couldn't find work for six months when I thought it was a four. Like, I have one of the most, and I've had people tell me, one of the most competitive best resumes for a recent graduate that they've seen. You do. And I did at the time. And for me to not get a job during all this was frustrating to a point where I had to explore other options. And so I you told you the entire time nobody was getting jobs. I, okay, but when you... Do you know how many people were telling me that? Do you know how many people were telling me that nobody was getting jobs? Like, I, it just got to a point when you... It's been, it was six months. You were at least working part-time. I wasn't working part-time. I was making scraps doing freelance work. You do that for so long and you're sitting and drinking in your office at your child or not child at home but at home with your parents it's like it gets to a certain point where it just weighs on you i had to figure something out and what we're referencing is that i started studying for the lsat which i'm still going to take i need a getting real real on this show now huh i guess i'm just saying i needed a backup plan i didn't have a backup plan you would make a terrible lawyer why you gotta say that you would make a terrible lawyer joseph well I mean, you know, this kind of similar to the car. Uh, I was trying to think like, okay, you know, what's a good career field for someone like me who is uh, an egotistical uh, piece of shit? And, um, you know, I think I think we can both agree that <laughs> that fits my personality. I just think that if you're ever in a courtroom that you are going to have a meltdown. Yeah, I mean, you need to be passionate. No, no, not passion meltdown i can see california lawyer <laughs> joseph cries, <De> Leon. <laughs> cries in court i'm like what is this joe why is he crying this is over a parking ticket <laughs> see i don't even i don't even think that i'd go as far as becoming a lawyer but the 
the reason why it was enticed me and the reason why I, like I like spent a lot of time looking into this like I'm, I spent like a month before I made the decision mm-hmm. like all of December I was talking to people yeah I was talking to my aunt who ran for Congress my stepmom's a lawyer uh, I talked to my agent who's a lawyer and it was pretty clear that okay if I become a lawyer it provides me with a unique opportunity to try and become an agent which is something that I've always like thought would be um, like that was that was plan one B over the or under the the media stuff was okay. becoming an agent. Uh, uh, so that was always something that I said to myself like I thought I'd be really good at and I'd enjoy it. So let's go down just real quick. Yes, all the avenues that have you you have recently or ever tried to pursue. Okay, on air host. Yeah, producer. Yeah, um, but those go to those go hand in hand. Production assistant. Um, okay. Well, that's all media. So media. Okay. Football player. That's but that's completely different. Coach, I've considered. Scout. I've considered. Okay, agent, <laughs> lawyer. Why are you doing me like this? Okay, but the whole point of the lawyer thing is that if I go to law school and hypothetically I bust my ass and I crash test dummy, I didn't. Okay, a car mechanic, <laughs> dude. If you work for like Hankook or something like that, you're just you're just saying, all right, here we found the boys. We found the man in America who who pops car tires better than anybody else. <laughs> And you're just there they're testing and development dummy that drives around in New Jersey to see how long it takes him to pop the tire. When I popped the first tire on this car, the the lady at the car dealership was like, like, oh, are you sure you don't want to buy tire insurance? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. She's Get like, it. yeah, they're, they're, wait, wait. So they're, she's like, oh, well, there's this one guy who keeps co- who came in here and popped four tires. So he just said, screw it. I'm going to buy it. And I swear to God, what I said to her was along the lines of, oh, I'm sure that won't happen to me. <laughs> Two tires later. <laughs> I'd love for you to meet the other guy that's popped four tires. He's probably a cool guy. <laughs> He's got a lot of money to afford all these goddamn cool. tires. <laughs> I'd like to meet him. <laughs> He's, He's like my me. hero. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, but okay. But look, the whole thing with the lawyer thing is that if things don't go well with trying to become an agent and those opportunities uh, fall apart, I have a law degree, pass the bar exam, become a lawyer, you make good money. The thing okay. with the media stuff and the thing that was frustrating me is that there was no backdoor avenue for that. So we've seen and we know people that try to work in media and then when it doesn't work out in normal circumstances, they just get a sales job selling insurance. And I knew for a fact that it's something that I cannot do. Like I would kill myself in 15 years if I had a sales job selling insurance. I'm just not capable of I'm doing gonna it. I'm going to put a marker there and I'm just going to make a note in the calendar. So for 15 years from now, I don't know, man, you make a lot of these predictions for the oh, future. Are, are you going to check if I kill myself in 15 years? Is that what you just... <laughs> I don't you know. Said, you said if I don't get married by twenty, if I if I get married before twenty eight or something like that, please come and hit me in the head with a baseball bat and I put said, me. I said shoot me. Oh, shoot you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, I'm pretty and sure now, I said that on the show. And too. now that's all on its side. Uh, and this is you just. You know what you do? You do a really good job. This is why you should, we should be partners. You always keep me on my toes. Yeah, I mean, uh, and well, you're also the biggest hypocrite that I know. See, this is what I was saying to you yesterday <laughs> when we were in the car. Is like the other thing too is that like if I'm very inconsistent and sometimes I'm like not, you know, putting in half effort and also being very complete on, flake. Yeah, complete flake and keeping you on your toes. That's what makes things more entertaining. That makes things way more entertaining. Okay, so let's let's examine this. Why have we not done get to the points in? A month. Okay. Let's let's, yeah, get, let's get it. We don't have to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, I don't. But I, uh, I don't want to divulge. Um, why this happened 
Um, but I would like to explain like my character arc during all this. I'd like to hear it. Okay, so uh, a month this, ago, this is complete show canon, right? <laughs> my character arc. A <laughs> uh, complete month ago, about a month ago. Again, I don't want to go into the nitty gritty here. Uh, the gist of it: uh, broke up with my girlfriend. She broke up with me. She's living in LA right now. Completely unexpected. Um, but I mean, the reality of it, and people keep trying to tell me like, oh, you're blaming yourself for it. But the reality of it was for the past six months, I was a fucking loser. Uh, I was 220 pounds. I thought that the weight I was carrying was good weight, but I was just a fat slob. I was disgusting, according to Sam. I'm, I'm packing on mass, bro. Yeah. It's all mass. I thought I'm going to convert it. Well, I, I was getting stronger, <laughs> but it was just like, you know what? Like, this is not good weight. Like, I need to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. But um, I was a fat loser. Um all I was doing on the weekends was getting really drunk, playing video games, and going to bed. Sounds like a good weekend to me. Uh, well, it's depressing. Like I, I need. I've been. You know that I've been significantly more motivated than that, and I've had yes. much more ambitions. And I kind of fell into this hole where I wasn't doing shit with my life, and I was starting to fall down the path that I told you I was always scared of, which is forever living at home and doing freelance work for the rest of my life. Yes, and I understand you your character arc also you were worried about the the movie Metroland. You were concerned about that and you had much angst about doing something with your life. Whereas I watched I watched that movie and it was I didn't really like the movie. I thought everybody was being a little over over dramatic. Mm-hmm. But you had a resounding connection with that movie because it's the guy's looking back and he's looking to his future and he's with his wife and is he happy and he's got his other friend who's uh, quote you know supposedly living the life and you know it's like right. it's a big old introspective what are we gonna do with our lives man and then uh, but that hit home with you yeah it did and and I was gradually starting to just feel shittier and shittier and right when I think I was like at my worst was when my girlfriend broke up with me. And again, I don't want to go into the details why it happened, but um, I... I'll give you the details. Private message me. I'll give you the details. Don't do that. Don't don't offer that. Please don't. Please don't do that. Come on, man. I don't divulge your shit. <laughs> I, do you want to go into why you... Bro- okay, I'm just I, making I'm sure. I'm joking. I'm just making... Because, you know, who's going to... D- Colin Sutrick's going to DM you. Why did Joe break oh, up with his you girlfriend? You tell me Colin doesn't get to know? No, Colin doesn't get to know. I say Colin Sutrick and uh, Nick get to know. I don't know if Nick still listens. Maybe Mitch. I'll talk to Mitch. I don't know. Nick. I talk to Mitch a lot. Mitch, Mitch and I talk a lot. You um, don't have to tell Mitch. Mitch no, Mitch is a good guy. Weird. Mitch, Mitch might. Uh, Why are you going to say that? Mitch is going to listen to this. Why are you going to call him weird? I don't know. He, Mitch is a nice guy. He's very nice. Yeah. I want to get him involved more. Um. Okay, but so like the whole point here is, you know, that completely knocked me on my ass. And then in the middle of all this, while I was dealing with, you know, this crap, because, uh, you know, a breakup sucks, especially when you've been dating a girl for three and a half years and a lot of the conversations you have is about marrying each other. Um, my grandmother died in the middle of that. So then my emotions yeah. were even more of a mess. So for about two and a half weeks, I was in a hole and you were one of the few people that was trying really hard to help me get out of it. It was you, my friend cross, who was a pilot who went through a very similar situation. Uh, and you know, he dealt with all the emotions too, that I was dealing with. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Oh, and then there was my dad who kept hearing me crying in my room and he kept shouting, Joseph, stop fucking crying. <laughs> there were a couple, there was one time he called me and, and like I was sniffling when he, when I picked up the phone and he like was calling me about something and he just stops. He's like, 
you better not be fucking doing it again. Like, just like so much. Like, he had ne- it's been so long since he's been mad at me like that. <laughs> dude, when you, I think it was on the, you were on the back nine of your whole situation. And you're like, dude, this was like when, when I realized, okay, he's going to be okay. You're like, my dad keeps on yelling at me for crying. <laughs> well, I snapped so- out of it. I was like, I was like, shit, like, this is actually, this is actually the most help, the probably the most helpful thing. But you, uh, I was leaning on you pretty heavily. Because, like, all my other idiot friends were like, um, oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And like, that's just terrible advice to give. You didn't give me any of that advice. You didn't say any of that. No. You were trying to actually guide me through it. But everybody, all the my other friends were like, oh, you're plenty of fish in the sea. You'll be like, that's the, that is the literally the worst thing that you can tell somebody after a breakup. How come? Because it, because all you can think about is that person that you were with. Yes. You telling, someone telling me that I can go find other people mm-hmm. is not what I want to hear. Okay. Uh, at least I said something. No, they, 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 they didn't. Damn, that's crazy to you the whole time. I had one friend who was basically. Like that. Oh, boy. but my no, but my one friend, my friend Kyle. Um, he's the one who works in finance. Uh, for some reason, he hates all of us that were in relationships. I don't know why, because it took away from the time that we could spend with it. I don't know. He's just a weird, he's just weird like that. But yeah. Um, no, my friends definitely hate me a lot more when I when I'm preoccupied with a girl. Whenever I have a girlfriend, right. they always <clears throat> seem to not like it because I'm hanging out with them less. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's that's definitely how it is. Um, but it's even weirder because like we don't hang out in person because he's in Boston, so it's just like playing video games well, in Discord. Um, <clears throat> but so I would say last week, and I thought it was going to be more of like a gradual. Like I thought it was going to take me a month, is what I told you. Like I said that like this is going to take me a month, two months. I shit you not, it was like a, a, like a switch. Last week, I just, it, I woke up on Thursday, and I was like, why, am like, why the hell am I letting this drag me down? You know, like, there's something so stupid when I have so many good things going for me. And I, I shit you not, I mean, I, <clears throat> there's occasional times where I feel like shit again, but I immediately my. My attitude changed, and I started talking to other girls. I've been talking to a couple, been hanging out with one. Like as soon as I started doing all that, it, I've been fine. Yeah, there was a, at the at the party last night. There was about fifteen minutes of you when you went into that zone, and yeah, because I drank too much. That was what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to drink too much because I knew that was going to happen. But then you got out of that zone, yeah, uh, and that was good. Like right. it was weird. I saw Joe. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to do some serious work here, and then. He's like, nope, nope. Just give me, just give me like five minutes, and I'll be good. And right. I'm like, all right. Gave him five minutes, and he literally turned into a completely different person, and was jovial, and was talking to people, and was doing his thing, and that was really uh, impressive. I thought he was going to be depressed uh, after that, especially because we had, uh, I, I, I guess I took a girl from you last night, even though no, I didn't, didn't want to. You did. Okay. For you to take a girl from me, it would be if I was talking her up for like 30 minutes and then you came in and then she suddenly was like all over you. That's not what happened. We were, and actually it was really funny. I started laughing my ass off and then somebody's like, why are you laughing? Um, you were sitting on this couch, which every time that Sean and I go to a party, because yeah, we you're we were a having, large man. We were having a debate. Yeah, you're a large man. You like to sit on couches. It's the offensive lineman thing to do. If you ever go to a party and folks, you're in college or you were in college. Um, if you want to know where the offensive linemen are, they're on the couch. 
and that's what they like to do. Or in the kitchen. Or the, they're, they're grouped together or standing on, posted up on the wall. Right. It's so, three spots. We're never in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. But at this party, you're the biggest person there. And I said to you, I'm like, Sean, you're the tallest person here. You know how you're going to, you know, a girl's going to come up and talk to you when they see your goofy ass head sticking out above everybody's else. You're like, nah, I want to sit. I want to sit. I like to sit. I, that was all I was getting back and forth. This I like to sit. I want to sit. I'm comfy. I want to sit. So we're arguing back and forth. And I'm like trying to tell you, like, no one's going to come up to you sitting on this couch. And as I stand up for us to go play Pong, <laughs> this girl, this you know pretty blonde girl comes and sits down next to you. Who's I think she was taller than me. She was tall. Yeah. She sits down next to you and I'm laughing my ass off because I'm like, oh my God, he did it. <laughs> he didn't do anything. And this girl very clearly came up to talk to you. And the thing that made me annoyed is that this very attractive blonde girl sat down next to you to talk to you. And your first thought was, I need to put Joe on. It doesn't have to always be about me, dude. I can get, I can do my own thing. You don't need to like shove every girl onto uh, me when yeah, we're yeah. out. Like, uh, I didn't even. I was out there. I was out there for you last night. I understand that, but if a girl comes up and talks to you like that, was so blatantly obvious mm-hmm. that like I don't know what. Why the hell would you? Why the hell would she want to go talk to me after she clearly came up to you and started talking to you about how tall you are? You think that's what she said? Something along those lines. I can figure it out. I like that everybody was like, what did she come up and say to you? Like, how did that happen in, in, in the Uber? I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I guess it was just my magnetism. I think I think it's because I looked comfortable and I wasn't grasping. Right. If I looked comfortable, then I w- that's what it was. That's why I wasn't going to stand. And you also looked we, tall. We, yeah, you were like, Sean, you look taller when you're standing up. I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch. I got my legs crossed. I got one leg o- over the knee. Yeah. I look fine. You know, this is this is a fine look for me. And uh, I'm literally saying I'm not standing up. I'm not doing this. But then Pong Table opened up. Didn't want to let the Pong Table stay open or else that basically kills the party. As long as Pong is being played, the party goes on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we'll stand up. She comes down and she's like, all right. What's you know what's up? I'm like oh okay I guess we're doing the I guess we're talking to each other. I tried to put you on and the thing I don't, is you didn't. <sighs> it was better than that the second party where I tried right. to put you. that See, was but uh, that was terrible. Regardless, in the first situation, you if you uh, had an ounce of professionalism, <laughs> I guess it's professionalism. I don't know. Uh, you would have talked to her and then said like, oh, do you have any friends here? And then that would have been the key. That's, That's how you do it. it to. But and I was telling you that. I but said, you tried to get her to play Pong with me, and I'm just like, dude, this is ham-fisted. Like, this is not... Oh, no, I didn't try to get her to play Pong with me. Yes, you did. Oh, I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, well, I ended up playing You were like, you like yeah. She was like, let's play Pong, and then you're like, oh, go play Pong with him. That was what you said. But the second party, what you did was ungodly and uncomfortable and awkward. Like, it was that terrible. Was, that was a curb-type thing that you did. <laughs> It was I actually like, thought the curb thing was when you were sitting on a couch at the first party and I was sitting on the couch directly across we were and, we're just, and we're just sitting here. No, it, it was like there was a moment in time where, where we were just looking at each other for like 10 seconds and I'm like, the music should be playing now. This is this is just such a stupid, stupid thing that we're both doing. We're right. just sitting down on opposite couches talking to each other. I'm like, oh what my kind God. of morons do that? But but yeah, but I was sitting on that other couch because that other girl was going to sit down and talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, but we left before that. But happened. the second one, it was like a Seinfeld type thing that you did, which is, I I, I was, a, like, I thought you were just going to say like, oh, where are you from? And then we have a conversation with this girl that was sitting next to me. You instead, I don't, I, I've, I, I, 
so You're better than this. So You're better than this. I did a bit. I did a bit. I should have just been real. I did we're, it because I had her locked. I had her hooked yeah. off rip when I was yeah. just when I originally said, "Hey, I could tell interest level. She wants to talk." We're not going to repeat what you said because no. it divulges too much of my situation. But he basically was what Sean said to this girl was like <laughs> along the lines of like, "Oh, if I was just dumped, wouldn't you talk to me?" That was basically what it was. Yeah. And uh, then the girl's like trying to talk to you, and then you're like, "That's what just happened to him." And then you pointed to me, and I'm just like, "Sean, what the fuck are you doing?" And then she got up and walked away. It was it was god awful. It was terrible. She was clearly uncomfortable. It was I was uncomfortable. I, I was, was uncomfortable it was, too. I made a girl leave for the entire. She didn't come back to that room the entire night. It was no. so bad. Me dropping the ball so bad. It's literally because it, I I prepared it. If I, I shouldn't have prepared a statement, I should have Ugh. just, I should have been on my pins. I should have been, you know, freestyling, but I wasn't. And that is always where I fail. When I yeah. prepare, it, it is just terrible. I just need to talk to them. Right. It, it, and I didn't because I wanted to do a bit. I know I haven't been single for very long, but like even when I was in a relationship and just like having conversations with, you know, like if, if your buddy's talking to a girl and you're just trying to have a conversation with their friend to make them more comfortable, mm-hmm. um, just being nice and easy to talk to is more attractive than that's, doing whatever the fuck you did. That's my thing. That's why I think when I was talking to the first girl at the party that walked up to me, that's why she kept on wanting to talk to me because I was being yeah, nice and easy to talk and to. And you didn't care. Like that's what they want. That's what girls want. But yes. what you did was not only trying too hard, which is again, like that's, that's the big key here is that when, when a girl notices you're trying too hard, that's when they don't want yeah. anything to do with you. You went a whole step further I of did trying it. too hard. I did. I tried too hard. And I did a bit, and I don't think that girls like bits. And thinking back on this, I don't feel bad for telling that one dude from JMU that you crapped your pants. I don't feel bad. About okay, that. so basically, here's how the show. This is how the show works. Um, we do sports for about two months, and then we get off of that, and then eventually, about four times a year, Joe will tell either the audience or somebody. That I put, I I had a very very wet fart <laughs> in a dining hall at college, which I did. I I'm sorry, got, it's a good story. I had gotten it's my legs, funny. I had gotten my legs rolled out after practice. It was my first time using the air compression pants, okay. and I was feeling very loose. I was good. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so sore. I'm gonna try these out. It felt great. I'm like, oh, I feel like I have brand new legs. But I guess that made me too loose, and. <laughs> I, I pushed out a I, I pushed out a fart to leave to leave everybody at the table with disgusting anyways okay. at the dining hall and it was a yeah. wet wet fart there was no substance in there it was just wetness you forgot to add the part that the part that made it the funniest is that you went you skipped class for the rest of the day you went to the locker room you took a shower and then you told me you hucked your dirty underwear into a trash can <laughs> i couldn't even shower there was maintenance men in the uh, in the shower fixing the lights but yes i did huck my, my underwear into the shower into so the trash gross. can <laughs> but oh, okay but to be fair it's not like a I just, party story it's that's not, not okay, a party story you know what i think it was snow you know who who uh he, he, i don't just go hey did you know that sean shit himself in college no <laughs> snow said uh, Sean is too like something along like like Sean's too cool. Like there's, I feel like there's nothing wrong with him. You gotta tell me the dirt you have on. Yeah, him. what's the dirt on Sean? I gotta know. That's, that's the th- yeah. That's that is the one thing that always comes to mind. I was, I was drinking. Th- it's always gonna come out. You have a ton of dirt on me. 
I think that one's funnier and it's a little bit more playful because uh, everybody, playful? everybody's been there before. Everybody, everybody has been there before. I don't know how playful that is. I'm trying to think what other dirt. Okay. The other dirt that I have on you is enough to completely derail a lot of things in your life. So I would never do that to you. Okay. Thank you. I would never bring that up in public or on the show. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably where you should go with that. Right. So uh, that one's the easiest one to do that people, I mean, the one guy we were talking to was like, I respect the hell out of you for for shitting your pants. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. But he also said, yeah, one time I did that and I was 14, (laughs) not 20. Yeah. The the big difference between the two. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Okay. So we teased this on the FCS show. And I need to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, and it is something that is so infuriating to me because I like Joe better when he's confident, but when he is miserable, it kind of is fun to share in that misery because I'm never that. I'm, I'm never too high and never too low, right? You know me. Mm-hmm. You're always too high or too low. Yeah. 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 There's no, there's no in between. So I like getting like the four seasons of Joe. That that's nice for me. Uh, Winter Joe's usually the most down. Right now we are in. Now we're in Spring Joe, where he's a little bubbly. He's starting to get yeah. some juice. Um, and I've uh, also lost twenty pounds. And yeah, I look great. Right I, now. Yeah, you didn't mention that once when we were out last night. <laughs> hey, I think you told so, everybody you talked I, to. I don't care. I'm fucking happy about it because I look great right now. I look fantastic. I tell you, and you, I got you another did, ten pounds. You lose. did lift up your shirt at the bar for me, which I liked. That no, was, was it the? It was Was that at the bar? You did pull up your, so I could see if you. <laughs> no, no, no that was at the. That was at the. Yes, but you did it again at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, you see, this is the greatness of, of doing a show on I'll Sunday morning because mid. It. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. Uh, but mid, okay, that's now I'm getting now I'm seasick. Um, I'm gonna send you pictures when I'm 180. Okay, you do that. But um, so Joe is right now in it, it's the spring of Joe. You know, eventually he's gonna get to the summer of George, but right now it's the spring of Joe. Yeah, and uh, he's feeling good. And he um, he texted me this before he put a Twitter poll about it on 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 Twitter. So Joe takes a lot of pride in his hair. He goes and gets his haircut at an establishment in in uh, in Brooklyn or, or no, somewhere. No, it's in New York City. New York City, pardon Gents, me. Gents, if anybody's looking for a good barber, so embarrassing. Ask um, for Luis. Luis is the best barber that I am going to ever have. But continue. So he takes a lot of pride in this. Yeah. Um, that's why he popped the tire was because he cared about his hair so much. And um, he he said, "Sean, I'm gonna dye my hair." I'm gonna dye. No, it I said I, I said I was gonna bleach it, and then I dialed it back a little bit. How infuriating of a te- how mad do you think I was when you texted me? I'm gonna uh, bleach my hair. Pretty Scale mad. Scale one to ten. How uh, mad? Probably a seven. You think you've seen me at a ten before? Have I seen you at a ten? I don't think so. No, you've definitely you've. Oh, you've definitely seen me at a ten. Yes, because um, you've assaulted me. Well, no, no, no. It's been more yelling about um, faculty. I think is when I've been okay. a 10. Um, I'd say seven is fair when you told me you were going to bleach your hair um, because you're already doing the LA thing. You're not even yeah. there yet. Look, I just, I why are you, like, why are you planning on now? I'm glad you're not bleaching it. Why are you planning on dyeing your hair? I just want to make it more blonde. You're going to go to California. It will be blonde in two weeks. That was the, so. That was the alternative. That was the original plan before, um, and I had always been considering this for a while, because they sell products that 
you put it in your hair when you go go to the beach, mm-hmm. and it'll make your hair blonder. But there's no way I was going to go to the beach in March. Now I can, so I think I might just do that. So you're still going to artificially color your hair yes. to make it lighter? Yes. Because I want it to look good. I've got another question for you, just yeah. to follow up. Who do you think you are? Joe fucking DeLeon. So I am my own human being. You you can just just keep talking. I'm just going to... I don't know what to... I'm going to get some look, water and think. Okay. Okay. Well, look, the idea here... Or no, the, just the, the motivation is I like having blonde hair. A lot of girls like blonde hair. Girls I've been with have liked the fact that I have blonde hair. Um, and it's starting to turn more and more brown mm, over the years. Is that because it's winter time? No, it's just gradually over the years. My hair used to be very, very blonde, and I would like it to be very, very blonde again. I think that the that that look would look good on me, and I've had a lot of positive feedback from people that have said, you would look good with blonder hair. Why does that happen? The, why, why does our hair get that? Because my hair used to get really light in the summer also, uh-huh. and I used to get way more tan in the summer last summer i spent a ton of time outside in the sun uh, i mean a ton literally uh because what else am i gonna it's we were in the quarantine i was uh basically doing a bunch of manual labor in the sun i was hanging out outside because i didn't want to sit in my house all day i'm like you know what this summer i'm probably gonna get pro- august is gonna roll in i'm probably gonna be pretty tan and then i'm just like i don't understand why i used to get more tan or i my hair used to be lighter and all this and now it's just kind of everything stays pretty similar. There's no more of the extremes mm-hmm. when it comes to natural, I guess, pigment change or, or hair color change. Right. What, what is that? Do you, do you have any knowledge of why that happens? Because it's got to be something scientific. It has to be something with, uh, I don't, with cells in the I body don't, that, you, that, that are just... You're not. really asking me this? Like, you think that I'm going to give I you... You might have known. You talk I about how smart you are all I the time. Fucking, yeah, but okay, but <laughs> being smart is being... I was just about to say being able to talk and communicate easily, and I butchered the fuck out of that. No, I, I just think being you know well spoken is an indication of being smart. I don't need to know how. Nah, hair- I don't think I don't think well spoken is because there's always a mask. You can always put a mask on with with being well spoken. No, if if you're dumb and you try to act well spoken, it's so obvious. No, yeah, but no, it's, it's so no, obvious. It's still not because it's obvious to people who you really know. But if you're talking to somebody and you don't know them. And they're 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 coming off as well spoken. You don't know if they're a big dumb dumb or not. I think a lot of people put on that mask when they're meeting strangers. Yeah, I disagree. Okay, I disagree because you know what? Honestly, I think another uh, sign of intelligence is being able to spot dumb people when you're talking to them. That's pretty good. Well, because I spot that shit a mile away every time. So you are, uh, so you're 100 percent going to dye your hair to make it lighter. I'm going to make it lighter. Yeah. Are you going to do one sit up? What do you mean? I don't know. Do you, uh, just what do you mean? Am you I gonna, gonna do a sit up? What do you mean? Am I gonna do a sit up? It's a little doughy when you lift it up your shirt. I've been doing them. I've been. I do it every single night. I've been doing a ton of abs. Really? Yeah. Let me see them again. Well, it, I, obviously let me let me get a little carrying, flex on them. Still let me get a little carrying, flex on them. I'm still carrying fat, so it's like mm-hmm. it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah, it's not perfect. I tell you what, your your uh, your boobs <sighs> really really better. A lot better. Thanks for calling them boobs. I, but, I mean, you would call mine boobs. That's true. I'm very grateful that all of my fat doesn't go to them. Yeah. Because that would be a problem. Right. I mean, that's the worst physical trait that I have is that every time I get fat, it just goes yeah. right to my chest. It's terrible. It's a terrible fat deposit no. place. Yeah. And I've got, I mean, I don't know. My love handles are just out of control. And I, whatever. My thighs, I don't know if they're ever going to get smaller. 
I just don't know. They're just a, a well, separate that, entity from me. I, personally. Look, I, and I was <laughs> telling you though, I think you'll be fine. You just need to get to like 260 and mm-hmm. you'd be in fantastic shape. Yes. Like you don't need to be like, my goal is like sub 15% body fat. I don't think that you have that same goal, but you would probably, cause you're tall, you would look great at 260. So mm-hmm. it just, it's a matter of, and you know, you can give me shit for trying to act like the expert here, but it's a matter of just being consistent for a month of no drinking. Um, Impossible. Counting calories, going nuts in workouts, cooking your own food, because that was what I did in three weeks, and I lost 20 pounds, and I'm going to lose another 10. Yeah, but I come home, and my mom's got to just whip it up, man. She whips well, so we got to move she, out. Yeah, but she, I'm, I am moving out. The thing is, she makes healthy stuff. Like a lot of really good healthy stuff. You gotta stop eating as much. Yeah, I know. It's just well, that was the, that was the hard part, and actually, if anything, the easier part. It's been harder lately because like I'm, you know, like once you get towards the end of this, it's very easy to like be like, uh, you know, I'm already looking good. Maybe I can eat a little bit more food. But um, this is definitely the worst I've eaten this this weekend in a while. <laughs> uh, I blame you for that. <laughs> what did you even have? Oh, it was all the drinking. Oh, yeah. That's like a, that's like fifteen hundred calories that we consumed last night. You think I only I only You probably had two thousand. Probably. I mean it was I had four beers at the bar. No, I had five beers at the bar. I think I had four and a half. Um Don't I think I had five beers before we left. I think I had That's uh, that's I mean it's like hundred and fifty, two hundred calories of beer probably. I had I think three to four Bud Lights at the apartment before the party. Yeah, that's disgusting. I had a tall boy uh, White Claw at the apartment before the party. And then at the first party, I had... Oh, no, no, right at the, at the bar, four beers. First party, we made the run, so we, I, we, I got a mile of walking in. Uh, that was which, a mile? Uh, yeah, I think it, it might have been... Yeah, I no, think it was, it was point, a half mile. it was point four. Yeah, point four there and back. Yeah, but I did some jumps also on the way home. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Oh, and we had the spice... Oh, this bastard here. I forgot. What? So I'm buying beer. I'm actually buying the the 24 pack, and Joe's buying a six pack of uh, of Coronas. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? He's the guest. I'm not going to make him supply beer for all of my friends. Uh, but I'm doing this, and I'm already drunk. So I see a spicy bite sitting there at 7-Eleven. <laughs> Joe, wait, 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 wait! I, before you finish, we were at the checkout, and I see you walking over, and then your eyes just. Locked on, and you were, and I said to you, "Don't buy that that goddamn that goddamn hot dog." <laughs> yeah. So Joe starts carving me up in the Seven Eleven. People are there watching this happen. He starts carving me up. I buy the spicy bite. I don't even get I don't get mustard, my, ketchup, nothing, no relish, none of it. He starts carving me up, and he starts shaming the hell out of me. And I'm just sitting here, like, can I get a spicy bite? Can I have a hot dog? And we're walking. I take a bite. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs> and Joe's still shaming me, still shaming me. And then, wouldn't you know it, after two minutes, he says, all right, let me get a bite. <laughs> How was it? How was it? It was good. And then I took another bite. He said, let me get another bite. <laughs> <laughs> so I was helping you. You didn't need to eat the whole thing. God damn, that was a good hot dog. It was a good hot dog. God, I loved it. Um, look, I don't want to waste any more time talking about spicy bites, but... Um, <laughs> Part of what I kind of want to talk about is that, like, so you've been single for a year now. I've been single for it's been a year, three weeks. Yeah. I, don't know, I kind of want to talk about like being single in twenty because it's something that I didn't think either of us would be doing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's fun. It gets uh, it gets scary for a little bit. Um, Why? After, uh, because well, when I came back, it was like I'm looking around the bars. I'm like, is this? Are you gonna be my next girlfriend? Are you gonna? Be? And then once you just start talking to girls, you're like, okay, you're not gonna be my girlfriend. You're not gonna be. Because then I'm like, okay, when I meet somebody who is actually you know, who's gonna be someone that I would like to date, I'll know it, and then I know that I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's both like you have those nerves when it initially happens, and then you just start being like, okay, well, I I just know I'm always like this entire year. I was talking to my neighbor yesterday about it. He said. You know, you don't have a girlfriend. You're not. You're not doing that. I'm like, nope. I'm just chilling. Like, I, I have no right now, no desire, no need. If I meet a girl who I'm like, you know, that's it. This is this is the girl I'm gonna date. I'm gonna date her. I don't want to talk to any. Then that's gonna be it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I don't know what, how you would classify that. I. I mean, it's a good headspace, I guess. Um, but everyone has their own. I mean, you've been single for th- for three weeks, and your confidence has risen to the roof. Um, yeah, because. I know what I'm capable of, and I remember what I was capable of. Oh, boy. Um, well, okay, well, okay, so, but first of all, you can agree with me that you think that, would you say that a single Joe is much more motivated and uh, driven? 1,000%. Yes. So, like, when I was single, I was, when I was a sophomore, I was busting my ass constantly. School, in the gym, I looked really good then, too. I was in really good shape. Probably about the same shape I am right now. Maybe a little bit better shape. I was a little bit leaner. Um I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with having... If I didn't have confidence, it would be a problem. Because then I'd be afraid to talk to girls. I would be... And it's just not who I am when I'm single. Yes, and it doesn't help that uh, your best friend is completely butchering your wingman spots. Uh, yeah. Also. <laughs> Good yeah. thing you're not in New Jersey and you're not going to be in LA. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh, my God. When I go into LA... I, I'm yeah, not, I can't I'm wait until we're, we're, you know, we're at some party and some bougie UCLA girl... Uh, who drives like a Rolls Royce, and you're trying to spit some game like that you did yesterday? I, it's just they're gonna see. Right I think I'd be that. successful in LA. I wouldn't spit game. I wouldn't do my. Yeah, because they, do they, they don't. I actually do agree that I think you would be because they don't see people like you a lot. Yes, they don't see people like me. It's all fake out there. Yeah, everyone stinks in my opinion. Uh, I don't like LA culture. I don't like a lot of that stuff. And uh, I'll go out there. I'll be a hater. Mm-hmm. I'll just be a straight up hater. And I, th- I think I could win with that out there. Yeah. I would yeah. 100% though. Yes, I think you could. <laughs> no, but I, I think... I, I think Terrible meant that. No, it, it, would t- it totally worked. <laughs> but I, I think my confidence comes from like... And this goes in line with what I said that it felt like a, a switch had flipped. Um, Like I, I, you know, I said to myself, like, I, like worse things could be happening than being... 22 and single and having a dope job and having a cool apartment in a nice area um in los angeles like i i'm i have the ability to do something i haven't done which is whore around i'm not afraid to say that which is talk what you put a marker down yes fine be a slut how about that is that does that that sound better i can't say slut i can't say that i didn't say it okay well you know the ability to talk to multiple women at once and hang out with them and not have any strings attached. I would like to, I, I'm going to work towards doing that, and I think I'm going to do that for a few years. That's the goal. So you, I know I that like I'm capable the, this of is a, This is a very, I like this balance from you and this mentality from you a lot more than what I was getting in the last two weeks where you were very, very downtrodden and and very, uh, it sounds like now you're open to, to a lot more things. Yeah, because I, I snapped out of it, and I was like, I'm like, why the hell am I de- 
impressed when I'm, again, I'm single and I'm 22 and when I'm confident, I do just fine. And like, I've already, I've already been hanging out with other people. Like as soon as I started doing that and I like my confidence just continues to grow because like the conversations are easy. I feel comfortable. It's also easier to date when you're can buy drinks rather than taking a girl to get ice cream. Right. So what's the self-reflection then? What do you, from, from now with, when you got the juice, what's the self-reflection of yourself? Uh, I guess from three weeks ago, what would you tell that guy? Um, stop being a pussy. Okay. I mean, that's literally what it was. I was, I was letting something so stupid drag me down. Like I wasted, I wasted two weeks that I could have been using being more active. Yes. And I think that if I started talking to people sooner, you know, I, I would have been completely fine. But okay. I don't know. I, I, I think I look. I think this is what I need, and I think that it definitely is going to be the right thing to do. Um, and you know, the one thing that I was kind of thinking about, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, is like, you know, obviously girls hate it when you're talking to other girls. They absolutely hate it, yes. and some will just straight up not talk to you. But I don't understand how you, you know. I think girls should better understand the perspective that that we have. The reason why guys will talk to multiple girls at once is when if you fall out and you decide to just be flaky all the time, it's very frustrating. Frustrating when you're talking to one girl and that girl is you know hard to get, hard to hang out with, hard to lock down, all that kind of stuff. But when you're talking to multiple, one of them bails on you. You're not upset because you can then talk to one of the other girls that you're talking to. And that's what you're doing. Well, but uh, that's yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yes, but uh, but but like my point is that like I think that that's what most single guys do. There's very few that will the, just I be think exclusive. Girls do the same thing. Not as much. Uh, well, so when can we expect to, to get the next episode? So next month, get to the point again. No, we'll do it. We'll we'll do one. We'll do one next week. Next week. Yeah. So Joe's back. Joe's back. Joe's back. Joe's All back. Right, and I kind like I kind of like this this style of conversation. We can do it. Okay, let's keep trying to do it. All right, this filled 53 minutes talking about talking about you. And I don't think you would have rather done anything else in, in the world than talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn fucking right. Everybody else is get to the point. I'm Sean Anderson. That's Joe DeLeon, who is back. And we are thrilled. It is GTTP Podcast on Twitter, Sanderson Radio on Twitter, Joe DeLeon on Twitter. I, fire's in the throes of his season. They're 2-0. We're never going to hear from him. Proud of him. Love him. I uh, want to kiss him on the top of the head and give him a little belly rub. You know, fire. You just want to be nice to the kid. And then um, maybe in the summer we'll get fire back. Uh, maybe not. Uh, but right now we'll keep on doing shows. Sorry for the absence. But hopefully this explained a lot of it. And uh, now we have cocky Joe back. So please don't send any sympathetic messages to Joe DeLeon. Don't he is say, doing what? just fine. You don't need to say anything positive to him. He is over the moon. Everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple, uh, five-star rating. Leave a nice little review. Uh, if you have a question about the show, for the show, that you want us to talk about, add us on Twitter. We'll do it. Uh, in the outro? Yeah. In the outro. In the outro. What? Because I burped. You, you, you had to view it. Yes, I had to get that. I really have to take a shit. <laughs> have you not, not done so? Already? No. I'm just going to wait until I get home. Wait till you get home. Do it before you leave. I did that. I did that last time. I came here and I held it in for the full three-hour drive. That was... I almost shit my pants when I, when I was pulling into my driveway. Three hours. Three and a half hours I held... I held. I had to poop the minute again, I got in the car. Again, you are... 
the, the you level, know, your rationality fluctuates. You know what my biggest fear is? What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is clogging people's toilets. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very rational fear. That, that, that is uh, one of the scariest things I think yeah. can ever happen to somebody, is you're a guest and you clog their toilet. That is a rational... Yeah, because you can't fix it. You, you have to say, oh, I clogged your toilet. You have to mess with my shit. I would never, if I clogged somebody's toilet at their house, I would never talk to them again. I'd never go. I'd, I'd just, I'd be like, I, they'd just think of me as that, and I would go on my merry way. Whatever. This is gross. Uh, this is Get to the Point. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more content. We'll talk about sports, talk about NFL free agency. Uh, we'll talk about, I guess, Joe shipping his car out to L.A. instead of driving it himself because he is as soft as a Subway cookie. Thanks so much for listening.